So I saw a movie this weekend. Yeah. I saw Get Out. Get Out. Get Out. Get Out. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 pretty much it. Okay. Uh, that's, horror film. That's the one by uh, not Keenan Peel, but Peel. One of them. Maybe or the Key. Uh, I think it's Key. Don't know. I think Peel's the ball guy. Anyway, it's by one of those guys. Horror ne- movie. Neither one of them were in the movie. Okay. So uh, yeah, yeah, one of those guys. Um, definitely had that that vibe. Yeah, it was it was really good. Uh, I liked it. It it was kind of like a combination of a horror film and a comedy. Like a dark comedy. Yeah, definitely a dark comedy. But it, it, the thing that I liked about it is it was able to sort of just show a lot of the stuff that people talk about. That people are like, "What does this really mean?" Mm-hmm. Right? Like a lot of a lot of social justicey topics, but just kind mm-hmm. of like without it doesn't talk about them at all. It just kind of shows like here's a context for that. It makes mm. it like mm. both funny and horrifying at the same time. Mm. Mm. So yeah, it, it was pretty awesome. I definitely recommend people see it. You saw it in the theaters? I saw it in theaters. It's still in theaters for a little bit longer. It's, it's like a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, I heard about that movie like I feel like a month or two ago. It's yeah, been, it's been in theaters for a while. It's been, it must be doing pretty well. It's I think it's doing pretty well. Huh. But yeah, it was Get good. Out. Get out. Um, I, I definitely recommend it. You see any movies lately? No. No. You watch any TV shows? No. By the way, who are you? Welcome to the welcome to Jump Crouch. My name's Aaron. I'm, <laughs> I'm Kevin. With Kevin. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of a skeleton crew tonight. Yeah, a little, a little smaller. But uh we'll get by. A little smaller but no less energy. No, super energy. energy. Oh my god. We did a we couple of eat. couple of lines of meth before we started this actually. <laughs> we did have some supreme uh, tacos. Yeah, I think they we weren't ate actually supreme. Too but many they were tacos. Three tacos. Three tacos each. <laughs> I, was, I just ate the meat. Now I'm just like, boom. I feel pretty good. I had that, and then I had like a, you know, that triple dip from Togo's before that. So Holy I'm, I'm pretty shit. full right now. A lot of meat today. Dude, of, you should eat some salad. Yeah, keep everything going. Balance that Otherwise thing out. Otherwise, it'll yeah. kind of just stop. It could. Pipes. All right. Uh, this is this is <laughs> really going places. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, Call of Duty released a new trailer. Call of Duty. WWTO. Yeah, really creative Great name. Great name, I know. Creative name. Uh, no question about what it's about. <laughs> they could have called it like, you know, Call of Duty the Western Front. Call yeah. Of, they could have done something. All Call of Duty on the Western Front. <laughs> yeah, um, something, something. Big, big red Western Front. Yeah, the big red one. Big brown one. <laughs> big, big, uh, big, uh, uh, <coughs> big Normandy Day, Lee Day thing. What did you, you think of the trailer? Um, I I felt like I, uh, it was safe. It was like safe is putting it lightly. Like, hey, let's uh, let's do the the most you know well known battle of World War Two in video games. Right, D Day, and, and in American, I've done culture it. And American, media. you know, I've done this battle in Medal of Honor Frontline, then at Medal, Medal of Honor Allied Assault. Right. Um, it was not in Call of Duty. They did the airborne stuff. Well, it, I'm, you know, which I'm sure you'll see more of in this game. Probably, um, you'll probably um, get some perspective. It would have been cool to see the British. Or the French. They did that in the original Call of they Duty. They did. They did. The, they did the Russian too in the original. Yeah. Call of Duty. And uh, Call of Duty World at War had a lot of Russian stuff. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. World at War. World at War. I didn't. I've never you played play that as one. The, you play as the you play as the Americans and play the in Japanese. I've heard Pacific. That one's that one's questionable. Yeah, I th- I liked it. All right. It had unskippable cutscenes. Yeah. And that was a sin. Mortal sin. Okay. Well, this game. I mean, it's like shot for shot fucking saving Private Ryan yeah, and Band of Brother. Band of Brothers. Yeah. And I mean No originality there. And no, and it's like and they're also like like they came out and said, and there was a great article in PC Gamer about this about how don't try to sell us uh Call of Duty as an anti war game. Yeah. 
about how they're they're, they're like this is going to stop World War Three by reminding right. people what can happen. But you watch that trailer and it's so profoundly a pro war yeah it game. Seemed, uh... The game that has kill streaks. I mean, but even, even so, like like the the entire customize your kill streaks. Like, even let's think about the the like the perspective that it's taking. It's taking the perspective of the films of and the work of uh, Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah. Steven Spielberg's films are all about look. This is a bad war. It was a horrible thing, but we had to do it. It was a bunch of heroic, right. you know, cool right. do American men that had you know incredible character killing a bunch of evil kind of nameless Nazis. Yeah. And it's it's you know the good guys tr- good triumphed over evil and it, it has to happen. That's there's nothing anti-war about that. That's like as pro-war as you could possibly get. Yeah. Um. And yeah. and I I think that I don't know that I want. Okay. I have some thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the best thing that we're going to get from something like Activision's Call of Duty series. Right. Is this Spielbergian perspective, and it's not right. necessarily a bad thing. It seemed. What I will say is, it seemed more mature than their last games. Which were like Michael Bay, right? Well, so, we'll see. Well, trailer wise, trailer wise, like content seemed a little more like. I mean, not. I'm not I gonna don't say, know. It I was mean, a pretty, pretty I, like extreme. Using the word ex- mature, I feel like is isn't isn't over. It's, it's a strong word for okay. this, but but in comparison to restrained, some of the stuff is maybe we, what you mean. I, did you play the even play the, the the other ones? Not so much. Black Ops and stuff are just. I mean, okay. There's some pretty silly stuff. So let's let's think about how like. There's no way that you can make the Spielberg World War anti uh, World War Two game that's anti-war, right? No, we agree with this. But what would it take to make a World War Two game that is anti-war? That's oh. like actually questioning war and and challenging it. Yeah, I feel like Dice did that with Battlefield One. Okay, I think Battlefield One. I wouldn't call it anti-war. No, I mean anti-war is a hard. You have to make it like Metal Gear. You know, well, okay, like but how Metal Gear Five is, or like Spec Ops: The Line, or something like, yeah, like what is it that the great anti-war You'd movies do? Is that they show the the, the nitty gritty, car- but the, it's not just real. that they show the nitty gritty. It's that they show the people who we think of as good guys, our people, as becoming dehumanized, and they right. show the people that they're engaging in war upon as being humans. Right. So, what would you want? How would you do that in World War Two? Dehumanize the Germans. You and, have to humanize the right. Germans. And then, um, yeah, I don't think we'll ever see that happen. I mean, could you imagine though, like a, a game where you play? Okay, so like let's let's tie this back into Call of Duty. Imagine a game where you play you play as the Nazis, right? It starts yeah. off and you've really humanized them, and you're like a young kid going off to war. And that then, would not be well received. No, no. I, well, and then and then as it goes on, it just you just commit atrocities, right? Like yeah. you, you know the no Russian scene, right? Like you do something like that, but like things like that actually happened in World War II. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know that that would make a fun game to play. I no, think that would be a real. It would be like I don't an, want to play this an, game. almost an anti-game. Um, yeah, it'd be a little horrible. But if you did something that sort of contrasted the Russians and the Germans, just ended with them killing each other at the end. Right. I think. I don't think Call of Duty. That's not what Call of Duty as well. No, no, no. If Call of Duty did it, that would be an alt-right fantasy game. And, you know, power fantasy. We yeah. don't want that. It would be. I, it would be shocking. I want. I want Spec Ops: The Line in World War II. I want something like Apocalypse Now set in World War II. Yeah, that would be cool. Apocalypse Now. Um, but Apocalypse Now and Spec Ops Line, they, they cover like like when I say the nitty gritty, like they cover like the experience of war, not just going to a battle and killing all the enemies, like like living it, and 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 it's kind of like you know defines who you are. Well, what do you mean by the nitty gritty? Uh, just kind of like the experience of of living 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 a war, you know, not not just fighting the battles, but the, but the experience of you know facing who you've become as, as someone who's fought in a war, you know. I also think that like they do a good job of showing how the war dehumanizes the people because like yeah. Spec Ops the line you play is like Americans and right and then they they do bad things right spoiler alert but um <laughs> like like the whole point is is seeing their humanity unravel 
Yeah. And that's why I think that's what we need in a World War II game because we get these heroic like World War II games. I want to see one where the American soldiers are unraveling and 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 like losing their humanity through the war. That kind of happens in Banner Brothers. It does happen a little bit in Band of Brothers. Pacific, especially. The Pacific, much more. The guy it, really has a mental I do breakdown. feel like the Pacific was a much more anti-war yeah. piece than, than Band of Brothers, even though I think Band of Brothers is more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I just I would like to see something that isn't the Western front that we've already seen. It looks just like every Spielberg movie. It's just, it's just safe. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's super like, safe. Like, I think after their failure on Infinite Warfare, they're like, let's do something that, that people will want. Right. Um, Battlefield One is killing it right now. Yeah, uh, we got we got it. We can't let we can't let EA top us. Let's let's do what we know we'll do well. Mm-hmm. Where we start where we started basically, you know. Yeah. Western Front D Day, American Western Front D Day. Yeah, got to get those Thompson in there and running down on that tournament. beach. Like, yeah, yeah. I just like to see some like really good East. Maybe they will. We don't know what else they're gonna put. In there. Yeah, we have no idea. I do know that there go, there's going to be those uh, graphics look damn good though. They, if that's what the game looks like, Man, that's incredible. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah I. I I have suspicions that maybe that's been a little, yeah, fudged, a little prettied up. We'll see. That, that could be that could be interesting. Yeah. Um. After saying all that and being real critical and saying that it looks like basically emotional pornography, it's still kind of uh, still kind of want to play that. An itch it that still I scratches want. an itch I know, that like I've a got. World War Two, like because World War Two shooters are awesome. Yeah, they were pretty know? fun. It's been a while since we played one. I mean, I you get very small bits of that with Wolfenstein, but not really. It's not really a World War II shooter. Right. Specifically the New Order, which takes place in the 60s. No, that's like a so, science fiction yeah. alternate history kind yeah. of thing. I mean, there there is something about reliving those scenes that, again, you've played like 20 times in, in a million different video games uh, yeah. from from famous movies. So, I wouldn't expect Call of Duty to do, to do more. My expectation with Call of Duty is not there. It's not... Of not, course. I mean, it's the not, most corporate... Yeah, game out there. I mean, for that's sure. that's kind of what they're going for. They're going for the widest audience. How do you, you think know? the multiplayer is going to go over? Like, people are people going to be stoked on having to use Thompsons and M1 Grands and I think so. KAR. I'll bet you they'll they'll fit sites in there. Oh, of course they I did mean, that with World War One. They did it with Battlefield, Battlefield One. So yeah. everybody's got their dot scope. But uh, yeah, yeah, I just wonder. I think like Battlefield One has a lot more breadth to the combat, yes. so that you don't need. It's not all about your gun, right? And B- BF One is is. It's it's tricky too because like BF one had more like there's the, the technology is a lot worse in World War Two. Yeah. World War Two guns like they have the STG. It's right. Kind of like an assault rifle. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, a lot of the weapons are more close to their modern versions. Whereas World War One is like, you know, right. They, they could pull off with, with with that game. I think they could do it with World War Two. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I I still want to see that that want to follow strange it. Strange avant garde World War Two game that. That just really just shows that war yeah. is hell instead of a bunch of heroes. Maybe from uh, the guys who made Spec Ops line. That'd be that cool. could be. Or they're a, make, a Vietnam Star game Wars. would be cool too. Yeah, Vietnam game. I think they're what's... they're making Star Wars. That's dice. No, um, Star Wars Battlefront. The campaign is being made by the guy who made Spec Ops the line. The oh, writer. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, you play as a Tie Fighter pilot. Oh. So expect some Tie Fighter action. Maybe that's how they do it. That you get to play from the perspective of the Empire. They humanize the Empire. They show the evils of the of the jet of the. That would be cool. The rebels and that would be a lot of fun. It's just shades of gray everywhere. <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, Star Wars is not known for its shades of gray. No, it's not. Unless you played <laughs> Tie Fighter, but even then. Yeah, even then, it's just kind of kill those filthy rebels. Mm-hmm. They're scum. Hmm. <laughs> so you, we, uh, you, you got a switch. I did get a switch. Yeah, and I just got it on Saturday, which was you know. What is today? I don't know what day it is. Today, okay, so today's an interesting day. Uh, do you like Star Wars? I like Star Wars. Would you? Yeah, so do you like the Force? 
Is today May the 4th? Today's May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. I hate that. Don't say that. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. Today, Yeah, today's May the 4th. I don't. I should play some Jedi Outcast today. That would actually be a great idea. Yeah, go online and uh, kick some people. Yeah, <laughs> do some duels. kick them. I love just kicking. don't even people beat them. Just, just do the kicking. It, it only works in Jedi Knight Two. Sadly, it doesn't work in the the, the newer one, Jedi Academy. Okay. Newer being came out later, but not new. Came out in like two thousand three. Two thousand three. So yeah, that's a real old, recent game. Old, old, but 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 a very fun one. Yeah. So yeah, May the Fourth, huh? Okay, so you got a switch. Got the switch. Um, I got it, and I uh, I really really like it. I was really happy with it. I wasn't sure. I, I had a, I had a feeling I was gonna like it, but I wasn't sure what you know what was gonna happen when I got it. Right. So I got that with Zelda. They came in the same box. Zelda. Playing. Zelda. Why would you get that game? Zelda. So you can get it on the Wii U. Why do you need to get it on the Switch? <laughs> I know, right? Like I, 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 they don't even make the Wii U anymore. So the Switch just sold three million units. Jesus. That's what Nintendo said this week, wow, and they crazy. actually sold more copies of Zelda. I read that than the Switch. You know why they think that? Why? Because I was like, well, how could this be? Right. This doesn't make any sense. And, and that's not accounting for the Wii U sales. Oh, right? yeah, so yeah, That's yeah. I was thinking. Like, it must be the Wii U sales. No. No, it's That's not just the Wii U. for Switch. They think it's people who bought the game twice for the collector's edition and the regular edition. Oh. That's what Nintendo thinks. Fuck that. Who's buying the game twice? I've bought a game tw- twice. Yeah, I know you have. Um, <laughs> so I can relate. If as a as a uh, as a serious fan of of gaming, like I said, I didn't watch any movies or what did or the TV collector's shows. edition come with? I don't know actually. You didn't get the collector's edition. No, I bought the Switch too late to get any of the goods. Oh, when I tried to get the collector's edition for the Majora's Mask 3DS remaster. Yeah, I came with like a little statue uh, of of the Skull Kid. Oh, that's cool. It was pretty cool, but. Uh, I went to go pre-order it, and the second it opened for sale, I hit buy. It was already out. So the bots really? beat me. The bots the beat me. Fucking bots, dude. Yeah, those purchase bots. Yeah. I hate those things. Yeah. So back to the Switch, though. Um, the whole, the whole like uh, unboxing the Switch and everything was was really fun. Mm-hmm. Like it was really smooth. Everything was compartmentalized in the box. Yeah, you can see the video on jumpcrouch.com. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know about that. No. But okay. uh, <laughs> it, it was really cool. When I first, uh, when I first like booted it up i wanted to immediately sync all over my uh because I, I have a 3ds as well i oh. want to sync over my 3ds account what how does and that i work? had all this confusion because the 3ds account and your switch account are not the same is there any crossover so there is to a degree you have like a nintendo account and you have a i forgot the other i forget what they're called i'm still confused so basically what you're saying is nintendo is just sucking with this kind of stuff it, it they it wasn't horrible, but it, it just confused me. I, I felt like I could have logged in with the account that I already had with 3DS, but I couldn't have to make a new account. Right. But I still could use. Yeah, so I'm still I'm still not even straight on. Do you get any perks on. from like? Do you get like friends carryover? No, or and I could not either. Games? I couldn't import my 3DS game uh, Mies over to the Switch. Oh, I, there's Ad no Hawk. more Mies, right? No, there is Mies. Oh, there's new Mies. There's new Mies. Like like I have Mario Kart right as well, and that can you you can, you use you can race as Mies in that game? What? Yeah. In Mario Kart. In Mario Kart. Could you do that on the Wii U? Uh, yes, you could. We played some Mario Kart last night. We did play some Mario Kart. It seems like it's a really good version of Mario Kart. It's probably, uh, it's probably the best Mario Kart. Yeah. Um, my favorite before that was still the N sixty four one. Um, but I think Mario Kart eight is probably the best one. It's the beautiful graphics. So this is the eighth Mario Kart. It's, it's the most it's technically it's the ninth because it's like, or well, it's like a re release. I it's guess like a remaster, re a, like a, a high quality it's, port. It's the first time it's been released for anybody that didn't own a Wii U, which is basically everybody. Yeah. So it's basically the first time it's been yeah. released. <laughs> and uh, it, it runs. I mean, you saw it. We played it. We did a little bit of that Joy-Con local stuff. Okay, that, that so was not so great. Let's talk about that. Those okay. things suck. The Joy Cons. The little using them as a controller. 
They're using, way using, too... a, using one Joy-Con as a controller sucks. Right. I don't know about using, using them both. Using both of them is actually fine. That's and, probably And it's fine. a unique experience because you can have your hands... Behind your back. You can switch yeah. You can switch them. You, you can, can switch them. You can do like the Macarena you can, you can do, while you yeah, play you Zelda. Yeah, you can do the Macarena. You can do... Uh, I think you can also do wiggle motion controls if you wanted to do that. Okay. Um, so I, I, when I'm playing Zelda, um, I play it... I don't actually use the dog head controller. I just use... Oh, Joy-Con in each hand. Hands-free? Hands-free. You, you usually hang upside down. you got a couple bars set up and you, these hooks on your feet and you just hang upside down. <laughs> that, would be, bat, right? that would be some intense shice. It's kind of like you're climbing. You <laughs> be get like that uh, VVV. You know VVV, you go upside down. Oh, yeah. You like change the... Yeah. yeah. So, but let's talk about using these Joy-Cons. Like, I don't have terribly huge hands, but they mm-hmm. felt kind of... Small. Small and awkward because the buttons are in the middle. So, do you mean when you're using the one Joy-Con? Yeah, well, in any case, you have to do there. It's both too small, but an awkward stretch at the same time because because well, the stick for Mario and the buttons Kart, are right the, next the to each other. The one Joy-Con was weird because you had, because the buttons were like it was just it was just it wasn't ideal. No. If 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 I had like a like a bunch of people over mm-hmm. and we're like, hey, well, we need another controller. Like at least that that is an option for drinking games. Yeah, or you're you know if you're casually having people over, like I wouldn't want to spend a hardcore eight hour gaming session. Definitely not. Definitely. Definitely not. not. That's not what you know. It's not what I'd want to be doing for that, but uh, I should tell you a little about Zelda because Zelda isn't been an ex- has been an well, experience. Okay, we're gonna talk about Zelda, but it's Mario Kart. Thumbs up. You recommend it? Definitely all the way. Great. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think we'll probably have Kevin Johnson on the podcast next week, and I think he'll have a lot to say because he's a it's a, a hardcore. Yeah, I think he he and I could both go into Mario Kart more in depth when he's around because because we both have played it. You know, I play a lot of Mario Kart, but I'm more interested in talking about Zelda right now just because. That's what I've been really sinking my teeth into. Let's talk about Zelda. It's been Zelda. Since I got the Switch, I've pretty much solely it been It seems to be the reason that. to get the Switch. That was the reason I got the Switch. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I had heard so much about it from everyone, right? Like, Kevin was as hailing as maybe maybe his favorite game of all time. Right. A lot of people are saying that this is, like, you know, the best open world game of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty pretty much nothing but positive things except for the few weird trolley outliers and maybe mm-hmm. Jim Sterling. But... uh. Jim Sterling said, it's just like Assassin's Creed. It has towers. Yeah, I mean, that's... Did he play it? Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about Jim Sterling. Jim Sterling's a smart guy, but I, I, don't, I don't agree with him there. Sometimes he's yeah. a troll. Yeah, that's true. Um, but basically, like, when I was first playing, I was like, this is like almost not even a Zelda game. Like, it has nothing right. what I expect from a Zelda game. And Certainly that's, not that's from the not, 3D Zelda games. That's not a critique of either thing. So it's not a critique mm-hmm. of Zelda or or it. It's just it's just such a unique experience. Distinction. Yeah, it's just so different. But it's yeah. still like, um, so one of the first things I found is that you can cook, right? You can cook. There's basically anything, any animal you, you find. No. Okay. You can't be Walter White. Okay. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> no. Get in the van. Yeah. Um, you can't cook meth. You can cook... Um, but like anything, like you can like take like a crab, right? And then cook it like with like a mango. Okay. So what does cooking do? So when you like, um, so when you cook, you you can, you, you, when you, like, let's say you cook like, let's say you cook like just like a, like a crab, right? Okay. It'll give you, it'll give you a heart back, right? Okay. So or let's say you take like, you found like a mushroom that gives you stamina when you eat it. How do you, oh, when you just so eat it So if you cook raw. that with the crab, you get a heart and stamina. Oh. Yeah. So, so you can combine things that give you stats to, to stack like, it's kind of like potion making in other games can you eat the stamina mushrooms when you're climbing you can eat the food that you cook with the stamina mushrooms yes you can while climbing yes so okay because it seemed like your stamina came back really fast when yes. i was playing last night yes 
So I guess the time when you would want to replenish it like that is when you are trying to climb up a high distance if you right. if you stacked a bunch right. of food or if you're swimming. Oh, because swimming you also if you if you're swimming and you run out of stamina you you drown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how so, is the swimming? Swimming is hardcore. It, like it's 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 cool. It's clunky. I mean okay. intentionally clunky. Yeah. But like crossing a river is like Oregon Trail now. It's like this is mm. like am I gonna make it? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a it's almost like something that's trivial and. The other Zelda games, or most games, is, is something that's pretty hardcore in this game, and I really like that. This game, at every step of the way, does not hold your hand. It's not friendly. Right. It's I've died so many times. Um, I just fought a uh, a Lionel, I think they're called. The first one I had fought, he killed me like... Actually, he didn't kill me, but he almost killed me. I okay. just had a bunch of food with me that made you, me really you just powerful. kept eating food. I had to basically use all my best consumables. Um, I broke like seven weapons in the fight. It's very common to break weapons in this game. <laughs> That's what I hear is it, that you just go through weapons really fast. That would probably be one of my few nitpicks of this game, and I say few being very few. Right. Would be the weapon the breaking. Weapon breaking. breaks maybe a little too A little much. too often. Like it'd be cool if it lasted just maybe like a few more swings per weapon. Yeah. Because then it would just you get a little more longevity out of the combat. with Because sometimes you get up and that's awesome, and you're like, oh, this is so great. And then it's like. Right. So I don't know if this game has the Master Sword or not, but mm-hmm. like, is it going to break? Like, 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 uh, like how does that, guess how's that going to work is not going to break, right? Like that would seem, that would seem kind of nutty if it did, but the cooking is really intuitive and simple, right? Yeah. But it's the amount of things you can make is like, I don't even know. It's, it's like, it's insane. It's like Minecraft. Or it's something. like, yeah. So, yeah. But I feel like the cooking is a good analogy for the game itself. It's like, it's very simple and accessible in that sense, but it's so complex and huge. And there's so many things you can actually do if you really spend the time. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, how, that's how the game is. Like it's, it's so so huge and deep and that you could spend so much time doing so many different things in this game like every time i, I have a goal to go do something mm-hmm. i'm immediately distracted and want to go do like five other things right? right just just as you're walking across the world you mean yes do you just because you just encounter stuff you just encounter stuff the world is like i mean i i feel like i haven't even played it i probably played it 15 hours maybe 20 hours right and i think i i you could one could make the strong case that it's the best open world i've ever seen in a game mm-hmm. um I think I probably would already say that. Like, okay. it's I, I've I've probably only seen like, you know, fifteen percent of it. Right, you said ten, twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm already loving everything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this game was made by someone who wasn't Nintendo, like in this scope and everything. It probably would have got bogged down by a bunch of crazy menus and clunkiness. Like Nintendo has that way of making things accessible. So like they made this game accessible, but still so like crazy it's, it's like just I, polished I, as and can be. i'm just very impressed by that like that's something that would really every time i play it i'm like wow this game feels so good everything is right. done everything is executed like to the t so you know how much. they did that is they would constantly stop and play the game for like a month or two really and just take a whole bunch of notes and then go back and so basically like they did they play multiple like drafts crazy. yeah but the whole wow. team would play test it smart yeah it is smart um, it makes sense because everything is like perfect in that game yeah like it's like and i haven't come across like any weird bugs like like it's it's the closest thing that to it maybe would be like an elder scrolls game maybe right i mean but like seems... elder scrolls is buggy as shit you yeah know? like i love elder scrolls but the, like there's so many weird things that happen does it have game. the level of like npc system like interaction and no, stuff you I cannot mean, randomly attack anyone and you can't go hide in somebody's house and no. watch them sleep and no there's no like guard like bounty system or any, any like that kind it doesn't have well, that stuff i also think i think about uh, with an elder scrolls game is that like every npc is not just a like like in the witcher every npc is just like a random cut out character yeah. that are interchangeable but in elder scrolls every character actually is a person right. it's, with it's goals it's true like an immersive sim like they actually yeah. live and they have they have to eat like like and like, they have loops and you can follow them back to their house yeah. and you can follow them to the market. Like I replaced people's food with with poison apples and other scrolls and they would eat them and die. Right. And that was pretty that was pretty good use of the systems in that game. So they don't have anything like that in Zelda. Not with the NPCs. And okay. Not even with the enemies either. 
the way you deal with enemies is straight, generally, as far as I've found, straight combat. But there's been creative ways that you can deal with them. Like what you about get rolling rocks. You can do rolling rocks. You can get bombs. Oh yeah. Um, and but you, it's they're they're different. Like because you have infinite of them, you mm-hmm. can kind of create them with like a magical spell. Okay. So I was watching Summer playing it, and she was plays the game completely different than, than I do. So it's funny to watch her play it because she does things that I wouldn't do. So she was like going to the top of this hill and rolling bombs down at the bases and blowing up the goblins. And they're all like, what's going on? Like they're trying to like figure it out. And they're like looking around and they just go back to their spot and they're trying to immediately drop another bomb and blow them up again. It was awesome. really funny to watch that happen. And I was like, oh, I never even thought, I would just charge right in and just slice them all up. I wouldn't have even thought to, you know. <laughs> After like years of playing like, yeah, character action games, you just want to run in. You just want to run in. Everybody. And, right. Because I'm playing it like it's like Dark Souls or Bayonet or something right. or near. Like I'm going, yeah. I'm just going right in and just breaking my weapon a hundred million times. Whereas it's smart to actually do the bomb stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I really want to talk about this game is, is the climbing. Yeah, so climbing is is it's not like uh, Uncharted. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't played too much Uncharted. Uncharted um, is like a climbing puzzle. I didn't like the climbing that I did do on Uncharted, which was very little of it. It was right. very linear. You could do it one way. Yeah. This game's climbing is just like another way to interact with the world, mm-hmm. and that's I think, I don't know. You could almost say is the most genius part of this game hmm. is the way that climbing. Just the world's extremely vertical. Right. And the way that climbing, just like climbing over, like. You, because of the stamina system, climbing over like a huge mountain is like the most rewarding feeling. It's like, right. oh my god, I made it! Like I didn't think I was gonna make this. Like I, it was really so you can a, a scale close mountains. Call. Yeah. Oh wow. So I was climbing. I'm climbing. Like mostly all I do in that game is climb stuff. And I assume there's like stuff you get to the top yeah. of the mountain. There's a lake there's up usually there. Usually korok seeds. Okay. Um, at them, or the, sometimes you'll find something. You know, so there's usually interesting things to find yeah. at the top of them. Um, if not, it's usually a sweeping vista that's beautiful, or you can go and glide and and you know experience that. Um, awesome. So I I can't. I don't know. I, I, I recommend this game with, with a whole hard, you know, every thumb and toe, everything. This okay. game is <laughs> highly recommended. Um, I can talk about it more, but I feel like we've talked about Zelda a lot, so yeah, I don't yeah. really want to keep going with okay. it. Okay. We played another game, uh, the Prey demo. Yeah. What did you think of that? Um, I, uh, Half-Life. So, <laughs> I mean... They're waiting for you, it, Morgan. Oh God, Not Gordon, was, but Morgan. Morgan in the test with chamber. The, why would they start it with this incredibly long and yeah. boring narrative sequence yeah before i mean for a demo like i get if you want to set your game up that way okay Take- i think they're trying to do the bioshock thing i don't think they had the execution of bioshock yeah, you think about that bioshock demo right. and you were like shit i want to play this game yeah definitely uh that was 10 years ago by the way <sighs> man um but yeah i it could be a cool game it like i, I didn't get far enough to get to the real game we'll see okay so, so my opinion is m- maybe not the most once you get into the hub area yeah it seems like it the world is bit. pretty open and okay. you can kind of go in different directions and come back to the hub. It might be kind of like a Dark Souls or sorry, Demon Souls kind of branching path sort of thing. Right, the hub stuff, yeah. You know, classic hub world. Um, Maybe even like a little bit of Castlevania 2, you know? Castle, yeah, well, no, there's no hub in Castlevania 2. I guess that's not two. true. I guess I'm, think, I'm thinking of uh, Order of Ecclesia. Oh, maybe that. That one has a hub world. But... Uh, the PS4 version had this horrible lag. Yeah, that was that sucks. Apparently, it's only for the demo. Okay. So, but yeah, that input lag made it not that pleasant to play. It was kind of hard to get like a good impression of the game. Yeah. Because it didn't look great. No. Um, people looked a little funny too. Didn't people they? looked really kind of funny. They looked like Dishonored, but the world didn't look like Dishonored. And so the it had music cues were obnoxious. Loud. They were too loud. Fuck. They were too loud. They're just startling. Like, like that game needs a little more time in the uh, in the oven. I think. Well, it comes out in like four days. I think it comes uh, out two days. They should. They should not do that. Well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, the actual game could be great. Like, you know, sometimes a bad demo. Yeah, that's true. I mean, think about it. Wasn't Doom. necessarily a bad demo. It wasn't a bad demo. It was just was like sure, the Doom underwhelming demo. Doom Doom they advertised the wrong thing. Yeah, definitely. 
I think I think they did a lot. The same with the multi, all the all the 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 season pass on Doom was all was all multiplayer content, and that's not what, not what anyone wanted. Right? So, yeah. No, it's it's. I actually heard saw Tim Willis talking Tim about that, yeah. and he was saying uh, that they think it's a good thing that people want more of their their campaign, and yeah. that, you know, this isn't the end, but right. don't expect multiplayer deals or don't expect DLC. It's it's going to be a new game. Yeah. Hopefully, set in the the Nether World, the Quake. Uh, slip, <laughs> slip verse or whatever. Slipgate. Yeah, slip, that'd be cool. That'd be perfect. Yeah, I would like that. Or, or just on on Earth. Mm, yeah. yeah, we'll see. So I also played a little more Quick Champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they it seems like they tweaked the speed a little bit. Oh, they did. So there's a change. I actually haven't jumped back in yet. Yeah, well, it's, you missed your chance. Um, oh, is it over? Yeah, it was just for the weekend. Ah, uh, but um, it's okay. I guess I probably spent like ten hours with that game now. It's it's really my only concern is that like okay I guess there's two concerns one I can already play Quake three or Quake Champions which are functionally giving me everything Quake Life I, you mean yeah that's what I mean sorry Quake Life it's okay <laughs> giving me all the stuff that I want from a Quake game yeah yeah and people still play both of those games more or less they definitely still play Quake Live hmm. um although the people that play it are not you know what my nitpick with Quake Champions was what? that when you play as the Ranger he doesn't go hurt when you jump yeah it's like yeah. I really was hoping for the hurt yeah, they're gonna sell, they're gonna sell that. Um, yeah, maybe it'll be DLC. But uh, it'll be the hurt DLC. It's it's difficult to see how this whole champion thing is gonna pan out in mm. the long term, like how it's gonna affect the meta game. Yeah, of like kind of moving in a circle and just recapturing your points, get your armor, go back to your weapon, get your armor. Like it seemed like they balanced it enough, or it, it wasn't like it's one hard to champion tell. was would change everything. We haven't even seen all the champions yet. I've I've only played four of the eight yeah. champions. They Wait, have I available. fought them all though. Yeah, there was wasn't. One, yeah, guy with the fist that would like, he can do like a charge move. Scale bear. Is that who that was? That yeah. just runs right through you. Yeah. And it's like he's slow as shit though. It's several times I just got killed to that, and I was like, I didn't really know what had happened. Yeah, it wasn't super clear. Um, maybe it's just I sucked me. with him. I couldn't kill anyone with that charge. Yeah, I got I definitely died to that like a couple times. Yeah. So I I don't know if it's I'm not saying it's it's overpowered or anything. I'm just saying it was like a it was something so I didn't see learn, coming. Right? Something you, you got to learn. Yeah. 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 I could see that. But I am pretty pretty excited. I want to see more. Hopefully, they go. It sounds like they like they must be getting ready to either go into like a real official public beta or launch. I would think launch. It, the game felt done. Yeah, the game felt pretty done. So, I mean, so. just some tweaks. But they can always do that after launch. I mean, right. the game was in a very playable state. Yeah. No, so. definitely. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Did we play anything else this week? Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Well, skeleton crew on the jump crouch show. Yeah. This is Aaron and Kevin. Uh, send us email at mail at jumpcrouch.com. Check us out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash no show. It's also on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. That's uh jump crouch. No. Yeah. Jump crouch media on Instagram. Mm. That's a fun one. That's a fun one. Yeah. Lots, lots going on on that Instagram. Uh, did I say the website jumpcrouch.com? Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully with a bigger crew. And, uh, you know, what? let's do a little teaser. We're going to be doing an episode where we talk about our five favorite games. Oh yeah. That'll be good from one. the last seven and a half years i can't wait to hear what everyone says I'm so really, let's really let's, let's, let's tease our number fives number fives yeah okay can we do it now yeah go for it yeah, you tell you say yours first i'm curious what you got so i i guess we'll just tease it and say it not a, not give any explanation we can explain okay. on the show but hotline miami is going to be my number five oh, that's a good one <laughs> that's yeah. a really good one yeah um my number five is a toss-up right now nope no make, make it you can change it but you got to make a choice i can change it I mean, yeah, but it will be permanently etched in stone. Okay. It will probably be near Automata. Hmm. 
Wow. That's yeah. impressive. I know. That means two games from this year are going to be on your list? What do you mean two games from this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, three? Uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay, we'll see. You'll have to find out. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Mm-hmm.